What's up, everybody? This is Mr. James O'Neill here, keynote speaker, National Board Certified Math Teacher, and now podcaster. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just adding that to the list of things that I do. Here I am bringing and targeting mastery for all, empowered by equity for all through the belief of expectations for who? All. Y'all, that's what I do. That's who I am. And I am excited because today is my first podcast. Yeah, my first one where I get to introduce myself to you. And it's all about why I became a teacher. So I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am now in my 14th year of teaching and I've been doing this, yeah, 14 years teaching math to the masses. And I'm so excited that I get to do that and speak on the side and host workshops and do all the things that lift up equity and mastery and expectation for all students. And so today is just a little bit about me. I am currently teaching math in the department chair at Piedmont IB Middle School here in the QC. And if you don't know anything about the QC, that's the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. I have been here for the past six years, um, but I also started teaching in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I rep the 412, lived there for nine years. And so all of that has produced the person that you hear today. And I just want to share my story as to why I became a teacher. Two years ago, I wrote a spoken word that I share from my heart as to my story as to becoming a teacher. And since then, I've been able to share this spoken word hundreds of times to many and many people, even thousands of people, just explaining my passion and where it comes from in education. So today, I'm going to share that spoken word with you. And after sharing the spoken word, I'm going to do something that I've never gotten a chance to do. That is to go back and dissect and pick apart the pieces just to enlighten you on the things that you may miss, the metaphors, the puns that I've never got a chance to explain. But today, I get to explain that. And I'm super excited to take you along this journey of why I became a teacher thanking Mrs. Simmons. So here we go, y'all. My spoken word. Sitting in class, watching those who are the complexion of the opposite leave. As they relieve themselves from being in class, full of those who are the complexion of me. It wasn't hard to see that the inequality symbols of less than and greater than that I was learning in math not only applied to numbers, these symbols applied to colors. Shades of brown invisibly crowned with dunce became fitted to heads that seemed to learn at exponentially slower rates than others. Though we were an integrated school, the gifted segregated themselves through the white flight of Jim Crow's wings, enacting their civil rights of separate but equal PLCs that excluded NAACPs because where I was from, this was the norm. Until one young white lady who taught Algebra 1 in 8th grade gave two black boys a math test that went against the pedagogy of low expectations. She saw in us the same desire to learn. It was just wrapped in brown skin that identified as black. She chose to see color. 
because everyone in her classes she noticed were white. She chose to rescue us from a curriculum that handed out six degrees of separation, Southern, poor, black, male, non-gifted, therefore unlikely. She changed my best friend Chester and my life. It wasn't as if I didn't believe I could do it. She believed I could. Her expectations of me tore down walls built by bricks of shame and equity and what's wrong with me? Her expectations of me exposed me to a land of possibilities found only in books where fairy tales exist and those that were asleep there were awakened by a kiss. She became the Peter Pan to two lost boys giving us access to Neverland. In this land where I had never been, all those that were here were expected to succeed. They were expected in high school to take honors and AP classes that I never knew existed. One of the proudest moments of my life was walking down my freshman hallway during freshman orientation with my mom when a welcoming tone of normalcy reached out to me like a slick arm stretch at the movies and said, Hi, I'm your freshman English 9 teacher. In one split second, the eloquence of Malcolm, the bravery of Rosa, the championing of Du Bois courageously spoke, no. I have honors. After being on this earth for 14 years, it was in that English honors class that I first learned about the Holocaust through our summer book reading Night by Ellie Wiesel. All I had ever known about was the enslavement of Africans. I had no clue that darkness had descended upon the face of people whose skin complexion was the very opposite of the book's name. This blew my mind as the winds of equity began to thrust me into competitive GPAs of those of my white peers because honors and AP courses gave you a half to a whole grade point. Could this be one reason why black and brown faces performed so poorly? Because the bandwidth carrying our information was on dial-up speed while fibers of interconnected networks sped up the advancement of those privy to a system that supported them and not those that looked like me. The expectations of my teacher had me in class asking Ashley Woolard for homemade deer jerky because it was hunting season. I don't know if my audience gets this or not, but black people don't hunt. This was diversity and inclusion education for me. But in all seriousness, I began to walk the trail of tears paved by my ancestors just to be draped in cords that used to shackle them, but now loosed me to pursue the dreams of a king. Thank you, Martin. In eighth grade, I fell in love with math. And 20 years later, I find myself teaching in the same subject and grade where one teacher's expectations of me changed the course of my life. So today, I want to say again, Thank you, Mrs. Simmons. So that is why I do what I do. One teacher changed my life. And my life's goal 
is to be Mrs. Simmons a thousandfold. And I'm not even meaning to rhyme anymore. <laughs> but that is why I do what I do. She changed the course of my life. And so when I wrote this spoken word, this there are things within the spoken word that really stood out to me. And when it came to me, I was like, oh, this is so dope. I love it. I hope people get it. But I just wanted to talk about the pieces, the parts that really stood out to me. And one of the parts, um, and I quote myself, <laughs> says, though we were an integrated school, the gifted segregated themselves through the white flight of Jim Crow's wings. I love that because when you think about flight and white flight, those kids were literally leaving my class. The gifted kids were literally flying out of my class as I sat there. And the reason why I wasn't asked to be an honor student or to be gifted and I was still performing at the same level as these kids were, it had a great deal to do with my skin complexion. If I was a white boy, I would have been invited into that class. I know for a fact. There wasn't an expectation of black boys. Even when I showed up in the classroom, they were like surprised to see me excelling at the level that I was excelling. And I just want to say personally that it it took a lot of internalizing. I don't know where I got it from. I, I, I blame God for this internalization of I want to be the best. I want to be my best. And um, I, though I looked around and I didn't see a lot of great examples, I just wanted more. And so that's one of my favorite lines. Another one of my favorite lines is just this simple statement. She chose to see color. And the, the rest of the line says, because everyone that was in her math classes were white. My best friend Chester and I, who I know will be listening to this because he's my boy. But um, we were invited to take this uh, pretest or um, test into Algebra 1. And uh, we were invited because we were two black boys that were killing it. And it was like, y'all, like, Chester's great. Chester was super brilliant. He did better than me. And I'm just like, he's not in, he's not in this gifted program. I don't even understand. But she looked around and she said, these boys, regardless of what they look like, they are performing at the same level. And, you know, in our society, we have people saying they're colorblind. They don't see color. And, you know, that's been knocked down so many times. We get what the intent is, but you should see color. When you look around, why aren't the kids of color in this class? And she invited me into the class. Uh, my next favorite line that I want to just talk about, I'm enjoying this. I hope y'all are enjoying this because I've never had a chance to do this. So I'm super excited about it. Um, it says she became the Peter Pan to two lost boys, giving us access to Neverland. And if you know anything about Peter Pan and the lost boys, Chester and I were the lost boys. And it's Neverland for us because we had never been invited to this place, to this culture of expectations. That's why you hear me say expectations for all, mastery for all, will yield equity for all because I know the power of expectations. And so being invited to this place, lost boys, not being invited to this place, and now we are in a place that we've never 
been. And that is really one of my favorite things. And so, you know, as I go through the poem, I talk about um, Night by Ellie Vazell. I remember sitting in ninth grade honors and I never had summer reading. I remember reading Night and it changed my life. I, I never knew anything about the Holocaust. I know it's hard to believe a 14 year old been on this earth. I don't under, I don't know. I've never heard anything about the horrific things that happened in the Holocaust. And I remember reading this book and they had babies tossing them up for target practice. And it, it just blew my mind. It was, it changed my life. And thinking about if I had never taken that class, because that books, that book was an honors level. And so if you were in honors, you didn't have summer reading. And I remember that book changing my life. I just got a couple more. Um, I talk about <laughs> the diversity, the diversity of deer jerky made by Ashley Woolard. Y'all, I've never had this in my life. And I remember Ashley bringing a Ziploc bag. That means, you know, hunting season in the in the South, it is a great thing. It's like, um, we're not gonna be in school. It's not a holiday, but it is a holiday for all the hunters. They're not there. And so when she brought this deer jerky back, y'all, I was like, what is this? I have never, this is not, this is not a Slim Jim. Like, nah, this is something <laughs> I've never had before. It was so good. And I remember I got on Ashley's nerves because I was just like, girl, when you hunting? When is hunting? <laughs> when is hunting season? Because I need this jerky in my life. Homemade? You say what? And so um, I remember that being a big deal. And again, that was the culture culture of people that I wasn't necessarily around. And so I got a chance to be a part of their culture. Y'all bear with me. I only got a few more lines to go. Um, one of my all-time favorite lines says this, I begin to walk the trail of tears that my ancestors paved so that I could be draped in cords. The cords that used to shackle them are the same cords that loosed me to pursue the dreams of a king. <laughs> Y'all, when that when that line came to me, I literally saw Roots because that's what my dad made me watch growing up. And I literally saw the course, the chains that bound them. And here I am in some honors chords and these chords are loosing me. I'm getting choked up even thinking about it. These cords are loosing me to pursue my dreams. I remember being just wanting to be a marshal and I and in 11th grade I missed it by a couple of points, got caught up in some crazy stuff, personal life that it just threw me off course and I remember that being a dream of mine. I said I want to be the first, the only black marshal up there and I missed that part of my dream, but I didn't miss being honored. Um, at our ceremony and wearing those honor cords and these cords were now loosing me because they opened up scholarships and money and college which changed my life and and I'm I was just this line is so dear to me because I know what people went through for me to wear those cords and it is my favorite line of the poem 
Uh, my last one is 20 years later, I find myself teaching in the same grade and subject where one teacher's expectations of me changed the course of my life. And I love that pun, that play on words, because my course in life was literally changed by a course called Algebra One. And it really changed me. And so I'm thankful to Mrs. Simmons. I'm thankful for every teacher that can look and see the potential of our youth, despite what the expectations are and have been. I don't have the time to go deeper into this lesson, um, into this podcast. Here I am thinking I'm teaching into this podcast that I would like to go into. But there will be more to come where I just unpack my story and why I do what I do. I am thankful to Mrs. Simmons. I'm thankful for thankful to every educator that is out there making a difference. I believe the last time I looked, 70% of our teachers are white females. And so even in that demographic, I am thankful for those who understand their power and understand that with their decisions, they can change the course of a young person's life. Y'all. This is my first podcast. I'm super excited that you joined me today. And if you ever want me to come to your district school, speak, hold a workshop, I have several places I am located. You can find me on all social media networks, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Mr. James O'Neill. That's O-N-E-A-L. And on LinkedIn and, and Twitter at Mr. James O'Neill. There's no dot there. You can also visit my website at www.mrjamesoneal.com and the O'Neill is spelled O-N-E-A-L where you can request more information, see videos, be uplifted. I'm super excited y'all join me today. Again, this is Mr. James O'Neill targeting mastery for all by empowered by expectations for all which will lead us to equity for all. Thank you for joining me today. Have a wonderful day.